What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central, your number one spot for everything NBA related. And on today's episode, we're going to be breaking down some of the players that could be moved as we head towards the trade deadline. It's early in the season, but some candidates are already starting to pop up on who may be moved by that February trade deadline. We're going to get to all that and some more right after this. Thank you for tuning in to the number one place for your daily basketball fix, NBA Central. Hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. All right, NBA fans. So every season, we're still it's still very young at the start of the NBA season, right? But as you see storylines start to develop, teams either overperform, underperform, players get uh, you know, disinterested with their current teams, they want to be moved. One of the things that starts up almost the moment that the NBA season starts, and sometimes even before then, is who's who could be moved during the NBA season, and we're starting to see the candidates of who could be moved. And so I'm going to break down some of those candidates. I'm going to talk about what the chances are. I think that they're going to be moved or not, how likely, unlikely, maybe even talk about some destinations for some of these players, but not all. And the first two up, right, that I want to talk about are both over on the Indiana Pacers, and this is Buddy Hield and Miles Turner. And these are players that are very well expected to be moved. Each one of them have a contract of over $20 million. So there's been some movement and some talk on the Los Angeles Lakers being um, interested in what they are be willing to include, include in the deal. If you believe some rumors, it seems like the, this deal would have already went down if the Lakers weren't, you know, a little bit concerned about trading their 2027 and 29 uh, first round picks. But I do think that this that both these players are eventually going to be moved. I think the question remains is, are you going to see them move together as part of one larger overall deal? Are you going to see them move separately in smaller deals to where the Indiana Pacers get exactly the assets they want back? And I think when you look at both these candidates, they're both having really good and efficient seasons. Buddy Hield averaging 18.8 points, 5.5 rebounds, and 3.2 assists, and a PER of 17.21. He is putting together one of his better seasons. And why Buddy Hield has been in the league for a long time, he's only 29 years old. And so this is a player that a lot of teams could possibly look at and say, Hey, if they need to shore up some scoring off their bench, if they need to have more effective players off their bench, they need a, a scoring injection, Buddy Hield could very well be that. And while, you know, he started all 12 games for the Indiana Pacers, you know, there could be a team that also looks to bring him in, in their starting lineup. It really just depends on what team eventually makes a move for him. But I do see Buddy Hield as being a, a very big candidate when it comes to this. He's, at, he's having one of the most efficient seasons of his career. As a matter of fact, it's the second uh, highest PER player efficiency rating that he's had in his career, and it's the highest he's had since 2018 and 2019. He has a 62% true shooting percentage, which is the best in his career. And so Buddy Hield at 29 is putting it together, a player that settled in his role and that a lot of teams may be looking at to say, hey, this is, this is, a, this is a player that we can definitely go after um, to help to help shore up our team if we need be. And so I'm looking at it, and the Indiana Pacers sit right now, they're third in the Central Division. They have a 6-6 six and six record, but if they decide, which it seems like they, they are committed to kind of not necessarily tanking, but to just give, get as many assets as they can back as they continue to try to build around Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hield is definitely a player that I do think it's highly likely that he's going to be moved. And then as well, his teammate, Miles Turner, same. Miles Turner putting together one of his better uh, seasons in the NBA as well. 18 points per game, 8.7 rebounds, 1.1 assists, but he also has a player efficiency rating of 22.26, the highest of his career. He's putting together probably the most efficient season of his career, right along with Buddy Hield. Also, a true shooting percentage of 65%. Now, there could be 
to, uh, things to say that maybe the Pacers are highlighting them and they're really giving Buddy Hill and Miles Turner every chance to succeed and going do, going to them maybe more frequently than what they would have. Um, but they're trying to up that trade value. You look at uh, Miles Turner; he's uh, tied for the highest number of shots per game he's getting, but he's he's responding to that with the most efficient season. So this is definitely a player also averaging so far on this season. 3.1 blocks per game. This is definitely a player um, that a lot of teams are going to be interested in. There's already the rumors that the Clippers are now interested. Los Angeles Lakers have been linked since before the season. But don't be surprised if some more candidates um, and destinations for him pop up as we get closer to that trade deadline. And ask Team C if you're a team that is kind of underperforming just a little. You may look to bring in a Miles Turner to really shore up that defense, help on that defensive side. Miles Turner, I still think, gets a better rep than what he actually is in one-on-one -on -one defense, but still, what he does blocking-wise, what he does rebounding-wise, his ability to stretch the floor, you can absolutely see Miles Turner and Buddy Hield both moved, and I think they're probably, I'm putting this in the more than likely, uh, almost guaranteed candidate to be traded by the trade deadline, both of them. It just remains to be seen if they're going to be traded together or if they're going to be traded separately. Next up is Anthony Davis with the Los Angeles Lakers. And this is a rumor that's kind of popped up more recently, probably in the last week or so, is that that uh, not necessarily saying that they are completely considering moving him, but there has been some some interest from teams reportedly that Rich Paul has received some calls from interested teams inquiring if Davis would agree to an extension if they traded for him. So, it, you know, I don't know if this is likely if the if the Lakers were to trade Anthony Davis. It's like, really, what would they get back? They're probably trying to get a lot of assets back in that case, things like that. But the fact of the matter is, is those rumblings are started. I'm still putting this in not likely category to happen as far as uh, Anthony Davis actually be moved. But you're starting to hear those rumblings, and there could be some smoke to that fire, especially as the Lakers keep underperforming, and they've already locked in LeBron James. I do think the reason why I think that this is almost surely not going to happen is that, you know, LeBron, while he did sign an extension, is short for this world. And Anthony Davis, still only 29 years old, while not the player he once was when the Lakers traded for him, he's still a nice piece to build around once LeBron does leave, things like that, especially for a team that doesn't have a lot of their own first-round picks. But depending on what they get back, if they do get a young stud back, something that they can build for for the future. But I'd say this, if the Lakers do decide to move Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook is on this list as well. We'll talk about him in a minute. I think that more so sig signifies that this team is not going to be trying to make any moves to compete right away. I don't think, I know that they've been rumored for the Miles Turner. I don't know if they move or include Anthony Davis in that, but I, I, again, this is just completely speculative. That rumor popped up, so I wanted to put it on this list. The next one up is Jay Crowder. Now, I'm going to say right now, I'm putting this Jay Crowder situation in, in, as, as unlikely, and the reason why I'm saying that is that while it seems like the Suns have started back those conversations on Jay Crowder, you got to look at the amount of his deal, right? Is that... Unless, you know, there were some rumors that uh, that uh, Phoenix uh, and, and uh, the, the Crowder could go to my, the Miami Heat, uh, that they could be looking to, to include Max Struss in that, or Struess in that. But again, if that gets it done, that gets it done. But I'm, I'm looking at, and that's probably the more than likely uh, case of it getting done, because if that happens, it's really the Miami Heat moving on from a player in Max Struess that really... He's, he's been solid for them, but doesn't factor heavily into their plans, and the Heat are trying to right that ship to get back to contending-wise. Um, so, and, and Struess is outperforming. He's only on a $1.8 million contract, so they still would have to figure in more in that because Jay Crowder's deal is $10.2 million, and that's why I don't think that Jay Crowder is likely to be moved because if you look at it, 
Everybody knows what's going on. He does not want to play for the Phoenix Suns right now. They almost have to move him. He's not involved in that team right now. And at some point, you would think that why give up assets when you can wait, see if he's bought out, and then end up just signing him outright on the buyout market. That's what I think is more than likely to happen here. But he is definitely a trade candidate and could be something that could really up a team in a way, depending on if he fits in. Because Jay Crowder is a very specific player that fits a very specific role. And so it's definitely chances of that of him being moved. Now let's move into the next one. The next one up on this list is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, who we know is dealing with a lot of stuff with the Brooklyn Nets. He's met with um, Adam Silver, and Adam Silver comes away with that of saying, I, ha- I have no doubts that, that uh, Kyrie Irving has no anti-Semitic bone in his body. But Joe owner, uh, the Nets owner, Joe Sasai, really just says that, listen, Kyrie Irving still has a lot of work to do. Um, and so I don't think, and Frank Alisola already suggested that his next game played could be playing somewhere else. And I think when you look at that relationship between the Brooklyn Nets, something has to give up. So I'm putting this as a very likely um, that he's moved by the trade deadline. I still do think that it's a high chance that he does play another game for the Brooklyn Nets before he gets to that point. But I look at this saying they almost have to move Kyrie Irving, in my opinion, just by the way everything's gone down there. I think that relationship's completely soured. And now, if it is soured, and the Nets ownership in, in front office would know that, you don't want to risk the uh, uh, chance of risk of losing him at the end of the season for nothing. So because of that, everything that's going in, I do think that there's it's more than likely that Kyrie Irving is moved by the trade deadline. And then the last one I'm going to talk about on this list is the guy who's been in trade talks literally since before the season even began. So basically since the end of last season to now, he's been in trade talks, and that's Russell Westbrook. I do think he's embraced that role of the six-man, been playing pretty good and thriving in that role as a six-man, but I honestly think that's why it may be higher, a higher probability of him being moved because now if you look at a team that does decide to make a move for Russell Westbrook, if he's accepted that role of six-man and he's playing well in that, that's, that's something that could very much extend his career. You got to look at Car- like a Carmelo Anthony, things like that. One of the things that hurt Allen Iverson later in his career is he didn't accept that six-man role. Russell Westbrook accepting that I think makes it even more likely that he is going to go ahead and probably be moved. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. Well, he has a huge contract. Uh, he has $47 million owed to him. This year, which makes any deal for Russell Westbrook extremely hard to kind of figure out just by the nature of matching salaries, but I do think that he has a high probability chance of being moved as well as we move towards the trade deadline. Let me know what you guys think. Is there anybody that you guys think I missed? Anybody else that you think should make the list that you are probably sure is going to be moved by the end of the season? Let me know all that down below. And the next video I'll do, and I want to hear from you guys on this one too, next video will be teams that are more than likely to be looking to make some acquisitions by the trade deadline and not just the minor acquisition looking and probably make some major acquisitions by the trade deadline that'll be the next video for me so you guys can go ahead and sound off on that if you want to throw in any ideas on that but that is it for me for today make sure you're following me at ceo hayes you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns nba central show at gmail.com but otherwise this is me that's it for today on the daily show love you guys make sure you guys watch basketball peace y'all This has been a presentation of the Break Break.